0: Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Queen Made of Light, the podcast, and I'm your host, Sierra Elise Harris. So in today's episode, I want to talk about how it's okay to be sad. I think a lot of people think I am always positive, hence the self-titled Queen Maid of Light. And yeah, I am on this journey of actively trying to pursue joy and ease in my life, but I think the key to a lot of my positivity is the fact that I don't deprive myself of sad days. I don't pretend that I that I can't be sad. I let myself be sad all the time, especially on the days where I have no idea why I'm sad or feeling heavy. I have to let myself feel it or it will come out and get all twisted up in my friendships or my relationships. And the only one I'm letting it come out to really is my therapist because she's getting paid for that emotional labor. I need to let myself know that if I'm having a hard time, even if I can't explain why, that it doesn't make me any less worthy. It doesn't make me any less strong. In fact, I'm so strong for being able to admit to myself that I'm incredibly fragile and I do not need to be strong all the time. Because if I don't treat myself first like a valuable human being worthy of love, how can I expect anyone else to? So let's talk about being sad and stuff. And I'll share a few things that I use to create space for myself. Let's get into it. So one of the things that can get me incredibly down on myself is this feeling that no matter what I do, I can't push the needle far enough forward to get to where I want. Last week I was feeling incredibly heavy because of this very sentiment. I started to get frustrated with myself because part of me recognizes how abundant my life is, how I feel like I'm living a life I very much dreamed of for myself when I was a kid. And then there's this other part of me that doesn't think it's valuable enough. And I realized it's because of all this pressure I put on this idea of visual success. In the age of social media, all we see is people's highlight reels and how All these people have successes and accomplishments worthy enough to be posted about and shared and liked and commented on. So I tried to convince myself that because I didn't have this visual success, it meant I had nothing, which makes me so mad to say out loud. But this is the very sentiment that keeps me from being satisfied. This idea that success has to be loud and showy and financial and until I can have that, everything else isn't as worthy. I listened to this podcast episode recently with Adrienne Marie Brown as the guest, and she is a Black activist who says that it is anti-capitalist to be satisfied. We live in a consumer-based society that is always telling us to buy more and be more and do more, and then we will be happy. You need better clothes, you need a nicer-looking house to film content, you need more followers to actually make a difference, which... I think it's the reason I get so frustrated with myself when I get sad because I think about everything I already have around me. I'm like, I like who I am. I love the way I spend my time, the friends that I have. I love my partner, my podcast. And I'm just like, what are you crying about? Your life is so abundant. And I think it's because you feel like it has to look a certain way. To be more visible, you have to be doing more. And we are encouraged by society to feel like this is what we need to feel to survive. And that's years and years of unlearning that we each have to do individually to figure out what satisfies us. Adrienne Marie Brown encourages us to ask ourselves this question. Could you consider that you are already enough and there is nothing to fix about you? There can be places you wanna grow, but that's different than thinking you have to purchase something to fundamentally change about you. I have a tendency to put pressure on the places I wanna go. I'm working on enjoying the process and feeling proud of myself for the baby steps I make that no one can see. I'm working on being satisfied with my own progress and not comparing it to someone else's. Ask yourself these questions. When do I feel satisfied? And if I'm not, why? What is the texture of my dissatisfaction? Is it inside me or is it from someone else's narrative of my life? I think too many times my satisfaction is coming from someone else's narrative, from the narrative I feel inclined to buy into. Like, for example, it makes me so sad when I see content creators say that they they don't really feel like they can make the kind of content they want to create because they don't live in bigger houses with big windows and natural sunlight and the white countertop kitchens. And it makes me so mad because the very idea of what content creators are saying is what they do is they just film their day-to-day lives and that should come from a place of what your day-to-day actually looks like because what is starting to happen is people feel the need to get the same looking houses with the same white countertop kitchens perpetuating the idea that we all have to buy into the same things to make content creation that is worthy and I think this idea is what is taking our identity away and forcing us to believe that success has to look like one thing. But what if we could be satisfied with the success of finishing a book? Not one that we wrote, one that we read. (laughs) What if we could be satisfied with the walk around the park? Is it possible to be satisfied with the simple things, the things no one knows about? I really want to encourage you to go about your day with these questions and find what that is for you. You deserve satisfaction in your life. You don't have to earn it. So... I want to share a few things I do to create space for myself when I'm feeling sad. A lot of the time when I'm sad, there's truly nothing at first that will fix it. In fact, a lot of the time I will get angry before I am in the talking stage of my sadness. I just need to be alone. I need to comfort myself and feel sad and take the pressure off of fixing my mood. I need to move through it. So, I will get my favorite snacks, my my cheddar chips. Oreos and some kind of sparkling water or soda. And I will put something on and try to get out of my head. I think getting out of your head first is probably the most important thing. Honestly, for me, the negative self-beliefs won this round. So the way for me to counteract it is to stop having conversations with it. Fill my head with a lighthearted show like Ugly Betty you know, our Netflix malfunctioned while I was going through my funk and I couldn't watch it until like 3 days after. And when I put it on, I felt this overwhelming sense of relief. Like we need these fluff shows to get through and there is no shame about that. So instead, I watched Turning Red on Disney Plus, which was absolutely precious. You should watch it. It made me cry, which was also really helpful. It's so good to cry, to cry. Feelings demand to be felt, and when you cry while you're feeling depressed or sad or in a funk, you are purging a lot of those feelings. You are giving them a place to land, so don't shy away from that. Then I journaled and I gave words to my feelings. I let myself be ugly. I said everything I needed to say, no matter how ridiculous I knew it sounded, but journaling about it and being able to look at it helped me to recognize how much of that narrative was someone else and how I was giving it the power over me. Then I texted a friend and I said, hey, I'm feeling depressy. Do you want to hang? Which felt very out of my comfort zone. I feel like usually I'm on the other end of a text like that. It takes a lot for me to be reminded that you need other people to get through this thing called life. And it's important for other people to see you in a vulnerable state so that friends know how to take care of you. And you know that you can be taken care of. Then I walked outside and I went to the farmer's market and put a nice playlist on. I think sunshine is one of the biggest helps when you're in a state like this. Sometimes being confined inside can make you feel like everything is bigger than it actually is. It also really instills loneliness, this idea that nobody else cares about you, that um, there's no one to talk to because here you are physically, literally alone. And you're in a negative space, and, and it can make it can convince you that you don't want to put that on anybody. So you you should prefer to be alone. And then you go outside and you see the whole world, and it helps you get out of your head. It has been statistically proven that humans need to be around nature to survive. So we need to make a point of accessing more of that, especially on days like this. Now All these things took me about three days to accomplish. I got out of my head and went at my own pace. And every day I felt a little lighter until I could be satisfied by the simple things again. And that's when I knew I was back to myself. You have to give yourself the time to take up space. We're so busy making ourselves small by trying to be something we think the world wants to see that we neglect ourselves in the process. Maybe in my depressive-like state, it was my mind saying, wait. Don't forget about me too. I got caught up in the rat race and after a few weeks of comparison, my actual self got back to me and reminded me that I am not those people and I have to stop trying to be. So, that's all I have for you today. I want to remind you to be gentle with yourself because it's okay to be sad, it's okay to be down, it's okay to not be the positive light everyone in your life probably tells you that you are. And I hope that these things that I used for myself could work for you. And if not, you will find your own way back into the light. I believe in you. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Queen Made of Light. If you feel so inclined, please follow this podcast so you never miss an episode. Please share. Please give us a rating. Podcasts are the hardest social media platform to grow. So if you feel so inclined, please give it a share and spread the word. As always, thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time. See ya!